Welcome to High on Healthy, energized by A6 Wellness. Each week, you will learn of the benefits of proper nutrition, supplementation, and personal development to live a healthy and abundant life. Now, here's your personal advocate for living a healthy and active lifestyle, Audrey Kerger. Thank you for joining me today on High on healthy, energized by A6 Wellness. I am your hostess, Audrey Kerger, and my guest today is Dr. Christopher Shade, PhD. Founder and CEO of Quicksilver Scientific, Dr. Shade specializes in the biological, environmental, and analytical chemistry of mercury in all its forms and their interactions with sulfur compounds, particularly glutathione, and its enzyme system. He has patented analytical systems for mercury speciation, separation of different forms of mercury. Founded the only clinical lab in the world offering mercury speciation in human samples and has designed cutting-edge systems of nutraceuticals for detoxification and antioxidant protection, including novel phospholipid delivery systems for both water and fat-soluble compounds. Thank you for joining me today, Dr. Shade. I am very excited to have you with us. Oh, thank you, Audrey. It's great to be here. So I want to just hop right in. Our listeners would like to get to know a little bit more about you. Where did you grow up, attend college, and have you any further education that you'd like to let our listeners know about? Okay, yeah, I had a kind of a circuitous path to get here, but anyone who gets really involved in something usually has some sort of background in it. So uh, I got, you know, highly involved in metal detoxification, uh, you know, with a big focus on mercury. But as a metals guy, you'd want me to come from a good metal-rich place, and I came from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I like to say the birthplace of Jesus and me, but that's not true. It is the birthplace of Bethlehem Steel and me, and I lived about uh, two miles away from the blast furnaces there, and, you know, back in the 60s, 70s, they would cook up all this rock into stone, and there would be all this vapor phase metals all over the place, and uh, so you'd inhale those every day, and they were, you know, in the water, in the soil, and uh, and then I had a very zealous dentist who liked to put uh, mercury-based fillings in me, even though I only had one real cavity. Uh, anytime there'd be a little crack in your enamel, he'd drill it out and stuff it full of mercury. So I ended up with 17 amalgams in there. And so between all the metals from the steel and uh, all the dentistry, I had uh, a good amount of metal in me. And then I went to undergraduate there at Lehigh University. Uh, I then left school. I did a stint as an organic farmer. Uh, I like to say I went out of business in organic farming the year that Whole Foods came into business. That was a little before the gun there. And uh, then I went back and got a master's in environmental chemistry at Lehigh and then went to the University of Illinois and did my PhD there in environmental mercury biogeochemistry. It's uh, the movement of metals like mercury through the environment, uh, how they build up, where they go in the biota. And uh, that's where I developed the testing systems because to track mercury moving all the way through the environment, you need super good analytical testing. And so I patented that there. And then after I left school, uh, applied it to uh, human health and wellness. 
So you have a gigantic background in understanding, you know, heavy metals. What drew you besides growing up in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, what drew you to science? And at what age did you find yourself interested in the science of mercury? Well, I was always uh, scientific leaning, uh, and there's kind of an interesting path there. Uh, I was good at science and math, you know, from the beginning, and I was more that than a verbal guy. And uh, and then I got uh, a really bad concussion in high school, and it kind of diminished my scientific thinking. I took time off from college and uh, got more into philosophical systems, and I think that sort of rounded off my brain. I was able to use uh, more right brain uh, creative thinking around scientific problems and so when I went back to grad school, uh, I was very good at figuring out problems that had gone unsolved uh, by having more creative thinking around them. And I only got involved in mercury. I was originally doing uh, chemistry of the environment around agriculture, so agricultural pollution in the environment. And I went to the University of Illinois, which is a top 10 ag school, and they, you know, there was one little section looking at that, but everybody else was, was trying to pollute the world more. And I didn't find that very inspiring, but I met this guy named Robert Hudson, who was uh, a real genius at, at mercury modeling. He had models for mercury moving all through the globe, uh, all around the globe, and he needed a lab developed, and he asked me if I could do that, and I said, sure, I could do that. And uh, that's when I got into mercury, and it was like, you know, towards the end of it there where I was suddenly had this, you know, overpowering epiphany of the feeling of this mercury just dripping out of my mouth and down my throat and really controlling so much of my biochemistry and that's when I was like oh my god I shouldn't be really focusing on the environment because it's hard to get anything done in environmental science I should focus on people because you can get things done there and then when they have that epiphany then they start thinking about the environmental implications of uh, these different pollutants that we're using right in our healthcare system. Well, that is a great transition from really looking at the environment and then realizing you can make such a big difference by focusing on people. I love that. That's kind of your development into getting into what you do now in Mercury. What totally. feelings come about when you're working with such a toxic substance? Uh, well, you know, it's interesting that, you know, the alchemists were, were into these uh, these aspects of mercury and, and mind, and uh, it's something that does, you know, sort of turns you into a crazy genius. So there's, there's an intriguing look at it. You know, I don't look at it with this, just this abject fear, but as something that just distorts the mind. Uh, and it's, it's a, pleasure to work with it in knowing in the context that uh, I'm helping people to cope with it and get it out of their bodies. And so, you know, a lot of people in the beginning would, you know, talk about these famous cases of researchers who died from exposure to mercury and uh, and it doesn't fill me with that dread. It's uh, I'm just happy to be doing what I'm doing. Well, it sounds like you were definitely sent here for a reason, almost a mercury light worker, so to say. <laughs> yes. What, what discoveries um, did you research when you began this study, and what discoveries have you personally made within the years of your research? 
Yeah, well, I first got into the human side. So I was in the environmental side. And actually, when I started my company here in Lafayette, Colorado, I started by doing environmental analysis just to get my footing. And I wanted to switch over into the human clinical side. And when the uh, the the crash, the real estate crash in 2008 happened. I just had to do it. And I jumped in with both feet. And one of the first things that I did, I was working with people doing, uh, people were doing chelation. And so there was this idea that the only way to get mercury out of the body was to take these uh, pharmaceutical chelators that sort of make you pee out more of the mercury. But uh, there's a downside to that. They're a little bit dangerous because the reason that we get sick from this is that our natural system of chemo prevention or chemo defense, these are uh, a number of proteins and enzymes and transporters that we make, uh, most notably glutathione and the enzymes and transporters in the glutathione system. The reason you build up and get sick is because those aren't working. And so just trying to short-circuit all that with chelators actually makes you sicker. And I went about doing this myself and just – I had all these amalgams. I got them all out at once. I just jumped right into taking chelators, and it got me really, really sick. And, you know, people saw me just going down, and uh, it was in that depth, the sort of dark night of my biochemical soul that – uh, I was watching these functional medicine lectures on GI health and how GI controls so much of what goes in our bo- on in our body, and it dawned on me that I should be pulling the metals more out through the GI and liver GI pathways than trying to force them through the kidney. And what was happening is that the transport in the kidney was broken from this long-term damage, and I couldn't go that way. So as I took the chelators, all they did was stir the pot and redistribute these metals throughout my body. I remember having these distinct like flashes in my mind of uh, of my cell membranes just like exploding and and I would at the same time see visions of this the blast furnishes at the steel plants. You know, it was like a mystical biochemical experience uh, in the depth of my pain and I saw that I had to go through the GI and I had that there was natural mechanisms there and I went and I used some of the products that I had made for uh, gathering water, gathering mercury out of water, and I cleaned them up for ingestion. And what they would do is act like mercury sorbents, and they would go through the GI tract and clean all that up from the GI tract, and then they would go on out to fecal excretion. So they weren't even going through the body. It was just like a magnet bringing everything down there. And that led me to start to understand all the aspects of the glutathione system and the natural transport of metals out of the body and and then that became my full focus is how to optimize every aspect of that natural transport system wow well you've just blown my mind and i'm sure you've blown the minds of a lot of our (laughs) listeners that is an absolutely beautiful story of how you realized and learned so much and i definitely think that you're being guided for sure and what better way than a personal, you know, going through all of this yourself to really be able to talk and help others. That is really special. Now, we do need to take a short break, but when we come back, we will continue our discussion with Quicksilver Scientific, Dr. Christopher Shade. More when High Unhealthy returns in a minute. Awaken, adjust, and aspire. 
to hear more High on Healthy after this short rest break. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say Wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you life yourself a joint The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah? Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crap, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and a Approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber Vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Let's get back to getting high on healthy, energized by A6 Wellness, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to High on Healthy, energized by A6 Wellness. My guest today is Dr. Christopher Shade, PhD, who is the founder and CEO of Quicksilver Scientific and continues to be the driving force of development and innovation. Dr. Shade's vast depth and breadth of knowledge passion for healing, and intuitive understanding of chemistry and biology are reflected in Quicksilver Scientific's well-designed detoxification protocols, unique supplementation delivery systems, and patented mercury speciation tests. Dr. Shade is in high demand as a lecturer and is beloved for his ability and Quicksilver wit. It is because of Dr. Shade's many innovations and charismatic personality that Quicksilver Scientific is well-recognized globally. Now, we were just chatting about the discoveries that Dr. Shade made, and I I thought it was so impactful that he made most of these discoveries by doing this to himself and learning through his own processes. And I wanted to ask Dr. Shade, what are the most common ways for individuals to receive mercury into their body? And how would an individual know that they are suffering with mercury toxicity? Right. And this question comes up a lot. And there's two basic ways that we get it these days. Uh, It's either from our dentistry, and those are the silver mercury, silver amalgams that, uh, you know, silver-colored mercury amalgams that are used for fillings. And the other way is through fish consumption. Now, there is still some in uh, some of the flu shots, some of the vaccines, uh, but by far the biggest ways are the uh, dentistry and the fish. And 
and it's very dose dependent. For for instance, with fish consumption, uh, from the bottom of the food chain to the top of the food chain, uh, there can be almost a thousandfold difference in the levels of mercury in the fish. So something like a uh, a kipper or a sardine or an anchovy can have a thousand times less mercury than uh, a swordfish or the big tuna. And so you can make decisions on fish that you eat, smaller fish. I always like salmon and even among salmon, king salmon has much more than, than say a sockeye uh, or coho salmon. And so you make decisions to minimize your exposure. And then how do you know that you're suffering from it? Now, the Symptoms of mercury exposure can be very diffuse, but they come in uh, sort of constellations in different groups in your body. And so uh, if we look at neurologically, how does it affect you neurologically? There's a lot of different ways it can, it can affect you, but the most prominent, most well-documented way is uh, through action on the glutamate receptors in the brain. Now, Glutamate is a neurotransmitter, and it's in a yin-yang pair with GABA. Uh, GABA is your yin, is your uh, sort of zen-like neurotransmitter, and it's associated with parasympathetic autonomic tone. That's rest, digest, repair, and uh, regenerate. Whereas glutamate, the opposite, where the mercury uh, revs up the activity, is the sympathetic autonomic nervous system, which you know as fight or flight. And when that gets revved up a lot, there's a lot of anxiety that comes with it. So people with a lot of mercury, they'll have a lot of anxiety, and then that keeps you hyper sort of jacked up all the time and then when that comes crashing down you go into cycles of depression so there's this sort of anxiety depression there's a brain fog associated with it uh, other things where, where it's more extreme there can be tremor and uh constriction or narrowing of the visual field. So that's what's happening in the brain. Then on an energy generation uh, area, there's a fatigue that comes along with metals. Now, fatigue can come from a lot of things, but uh, with metals, there's a couple things it hits. It hits the thyroid and the thyroid's ability to turn T4 into T3. If you know thyroid hormones, T4 is what the thyroid re releases, and then it's turned to T3, which is the active form, which gets your energy revved up and turns up your metabolism. So if you're looking at your labs and your T4 is on the higher side of the range and T3 is on the lower side of the range, that's one of the indications of mercury. It also affects your adrenals and weakens them and stresses them, and it affects the mitochondria. Those are the power plants right within the cell. It's very damaging to the mitochondria so you're having a hard time generating energy you're having a hard time generating the right thyroid hormones and all that's taking a toll on the adrenals and then the other place that you can see it is in the skin and the GI tract and that's more likely with the amalgam form of mercury the inorganic mercury that can also get into the joints so there'll be some joint pain some skin expression like little rashes or, or dry cracked skin on the palms of the feet or the ends of the fingers uh, and there can be a lot of GI irritation. So you're looking at those constellations of symptoms and saying how many of those have do I have and how much mercury exposure do I have and then you might think of uh, going to a practitioner and getting yourself tested with one of the tests that we have. Well, there is a lot of ways to 
detect mercury poisoning, but it sounds like the best way is to go to a doctor. Now, I understand that Quicksilver Scientific actually specializes in detoxification protocols and going to a doctor, would that be where someone would find that? And what is a safe way for someone to detoxify themselves from mercury? Right. Well, we we have both the testing and the detoxification. And when I got into all this, I wanted to get away from the use of chelators because I found them damaging in some cases. Uh, and people used to use the chelators for testing, and they would do this thing called a challenge test. Now, 30 years ago, that was necessary because the analytical technology was not good enough to really look at the whole picture of mercury in the body without the challenge test. The challenge test, you take a bunch of chelator, and it makes you pee out a lot of mercury that's in circulation. And they would see that, and they'd say, oh, you got a lot or a little. But we developed uh, this mercury speciation where we can separate different forms of mercury. We can measure really really, really low levels, and we can always see what's going on with mercury in the body without the use of the chelators of the challenge test. So you can ask for the mercury tri-test with your doctor and do our form of evaluation. And then when you go into our test, uh, our detoxification protocols, again, we're going to not use the chelators. Some of our practitioners, once they do our system and they get the, the body's detox system working right, can add some chelator on top of that, but that's not where you should start. You should start with the way that we do it, where you need three basic things to detoxify mercury. You need an adequate supply of glutathione. You need activity of an enzyme called glutathione S-transferase. And that transferase is taking mercury off of cellular proteins and transferring them onto the sulfur group or the S group of a glutathione. That's the S-transferase. And so that's prying mercury off the proteins, putting it onto glutathione. Glutathione is then going to be a chaperone for the mercury to take it through a series of doors out of the body. And then you need those doors active. So the, the transferase is called phase two, and the transport is called phase three. And so if you get all of those working, you will start moving mercury out of the body. And additionally, the, the great benefit of this is there's a susceptibility to mercury or a resistance to mercury based on how well the system's working. So at the same time you're getting rid of mercury, you're making your body more immune to any mercury that's in there. So it's increasing your resistance. So if you can get all those together, everything will work well. And we have a number of protocols uh, in the Quicksilver Scientific line. Uh, we get glutathione to you in a, a liposomal delivery called liposomal glutathione. We upregulate uh, the phase two activity with a number of things, including uh, liposomal lipoic acid, uh, as well as a couple of other compounds. And we open up those transport proteins with a mixture of bitter compounds in liposomes and by having the right intestinal binders. So mercury goes on this journey from the cell out into circulation. It gets pulled into the liver and dumped through the bile into the GI tract. And once it gets there, it can easily be reabsorbed back into circulation. So you need what are called intestinal binders. And these are things that grab onto mercury and other toxins in the GI tract and pull it out uh, with fecal excretion. So some of our protocols like the black box two and the cube are the ways that we line up all this system to naturally get rid of these toxins. 
Well, I heard you speaking a lot about the GI track in this. I also wanted to ask about mercury in the brain. We know that mercury can cross the blood-brain barrier. What are your systems that you've put together? Are they able to help extract the mercury from, through the blood-brain barrier with these protocols? Yes, I was just talking about those elements of the detoxification biochemistry, like the phase two and phase three. That's like the export system out of a cell, out of the body. And those transporters and enzymes are lined all along the blood-brain barrier. So when you upregulate them, they're acting as an efflux pump to pump mercury out of the brain. Uh, Now, the methylmercury form from fish is moved out rather rapidly while the inorganic mercury form is a little bit slower. Uh, But you definitely can activate this chemistry to move mercury out of the brain. Well, that is very exciting. And I really appreciate you going into such great detail for our listeners because this is such a talked about subject. We need to take a very quick break. More with Dr. Christopher Shade of Quicksilver Scientific when High Unhealthy returns in a minute. Awaken, adjust, and aspire to hear more High Unhealthy after this short rest break. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC. Symbol MCIG. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com. Cannabis concentrates have been around for hundreds of centuries. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. Let's get back to getting high on healthy. Energized by A6 Wellness. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to that High Unhealthy, Energized by A6 Wellness. My guest today is Dr. Christopher Shade, who is a recognized expert on mercury and liposomal delivery systems. He has lectured and trained doctors in the United States and internationally on the subject of mercury, heavy metals, and the human detoxification system. Dr. Shade developed the patented liquid chromiographic mercury 
speciation technology used at Quicksilver Scientific while conducting his PhD dissertation work with advisor Robert Hudson at the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. This technology was used to create the mercury tri-test. Dr. Shade's current focus on the development of cutting-edge lipid-based delivery systems for nutraceuticals, such as liposomes and microemulsion systems, to address the growing need of high-quality, affordable detoxification solutions. Now, we were just talking about the detox protocols that Quicksilver has and how they can help an individual's body remove mercury in a healthy way. And I wanted to ask now, Dr. Shade, have you done research on autism spectrum disorder and the mercury relationship? Uh, Well, not specifically autism and mercury. I work uh, quite a bit in the autism spectrum disorder world. I lecture often at Autism One. And there was a time where there was very high exposure to mercury and vaccines. And that was definitely part of this syndrome that was happening. But it's not the only thing going on there. In fact, now they've taken all of the mercury out of the vaccines. uh, And we continue to generate autistic uh, spectrum children. And uh, it's a very complex system that, uh, or complex disorder that involves a lot of failure of the detoxification system and a lot of toxicity and a lot of immune dysregulation. And so we approach it not as a mercury problem, but a general toxicity problem and a damaged immune system problem. And so we approach the uh, you know the protocols for autism very similarly to mercury, but we broaden out the chemistry to include more different toxins and to include more support for the immune system. And we get very, very good results, getting children to really uh, have a lot of developmental progression in a short period of time, you know, in a couple of months, cover a couple of lost years of development. Well, that is absolutely fantastic to hear. I am a mother that has children that are on the autism spectrum, and there is so much information out there. And I've spoken with so many doctors, and it really does come down to not just one thing being the problem for autism, but truly a whole toxicity issue. But I wanted to ask if you had heard of an autism study where they were studying the brains of autistic individuals that were they were finding high amounts of mercury are you familiar with this study and what are your thoughts on it Hmm. now i'm not i'm not sure which specific one that was i'll have to go back into the literature and uh you know it's there's a little bit of a chicken or the egg thing that goes on with this. When you damage the detoxification, uh, say you do it from an immune perspective, uh, because first let me throw in this. When inflammation goes up, detoxification goes down. And this is a necessary aspect of biochemistry. When you get an infection and there's, you know, invading pathogens in you, your white blood cells target and kill that infection with prooxidants. They're making uh, hydrogen peroxide-like compounds that are prooxidative. And so you turn down your antioxidation chemistry 
and detoxification is within the sphere of antioxidant chemistry. So that's done for a period of time to kill things, and then you flip back into antioxidant chemistry and you clean up the mess. So when you've got this chronic upregulation of inflammation, you're chronically downregulating detoxification, and you become a net retainer of toxins. You become a sink for them. And so what happened first? Did the toxin go in and create the problem and you were exposed to more or did the problem block detoxification and so you kept accumulating all the toxins? And so I I really, when I look at autism, I'm looking from a very big scale of toxins and immunity, both in a, a dysregulated perspective, and I have to fix that whole thing. So I don't like to get caught up in the horse race of what the pro, the you know what the main oh it was aluminum because it was mercury and everybody thought everything was mercury before now everybody thinks everything is aluminum and everything was uh, yeast before and uh, and we get a little bit myopic uh, when we're looking at such a uh, such a broad spread problem so uh, I. I don't specifically recall the study, but when I do read that study, I'll have to say to myself, were they exposed to more or were they under detoxifying and exposed to the same amount as everybody but didn't get rid of any of it? They have the whole bag with them still. Well, I love the outlook on not just blaming one problem. It's not just one thing that is the problem in these children that are being diagnosed with this disorder. It's a whole grouping of issues that we really need to, as a community, get together and figure out how can we stop this. But I want to go for it. I was going to say, and that's, you know, sometimes that's a letdown to people because as the mercury guy, they want me to carry the torch for mercury being the main demon. But like you said, it's it's a complex thing and uh, it needs to be solved all together. Well, I wanted to switch the conversation completely now, and I wanted to ask about the relationship between mercury and cannabis. Now, I know you've become a voice in this arena, and I wanted to first ask you, how did this enter your study, and then what have you found in your research that you've been completing over the past few years? Yeah, yeah, I I love this field. And let me just say that hemp extracts, uh, high cannabidiol, even uh, cannabidiol THC blends, uh, these are the most important tools to come into integrative and functional medicine in the last 30 years because of their profound ability to quench neuroinflammation and to work all along a neuroendoimmune axis, neuro being neurotransmitters, brain chemistry, endo being hormonal, and immune being immune response. It has a normalizing, bringing to the center, bringing the balance effect along that whole axis. And, you know, I started using it, uh, you know, I've been no stranger to uh, cannabis uh, through the years, but, uh, you know, it was always a recreational thing, and people talked about it for cancer, but I just didn't have any experience with it. I'm like, really? I'm like, I guess, but I just don't understand. And uh, and then 
people brought CBD to my attention and wanted me to make CBD liposomes. And I'm like, okay, there's a big market for it. I'll try it. And I made some and started using it. And I'm like, oh my God, this is really profoundly calming the nervous system. And I, I realized after using it myself for a couple of weeks that I no longer had any anxiety. I, st- I had a dynamic brain. I would still get mad and then not be mad. And, you know, uh, my emotions would express. And but anxiety and when you're running a company and you're in the middle of working so hard, anxiety is a real problem. And I realized that that was gone and there was this strong poise in my head. And then the research started just sort of pouring out about its ability to stabilize activated microglia, which are immune cells in the brain that sort of light on fire uh, in neuroinflammation and stabilize the glutamate receptors. And remember I said mercury's main target in the brain is to overactivate the glutamate receptors. So I'm trying to detoxify people from mercury and trying to help them uh, detoxify during their protocols for Lyme disease and everything you give them flares up their brain. And then we had this beautiful ability with the CBD to stabilize all that so we could really make progress on the detoxification protocols and and other immune-based protocols that they were doing. So uh, I've, I've embraced it and continue to embrace it and it's one of my favorite tools in the bag. Well, I can hear your excitement and passion. And again, I really love hearing that you personally are utilizing and learning through your personal experience. I wanted to ask about some of the products that you've been developing that are cannabis-based. And you did mention some of the results of your findings. Is there anyone in particular that you may have that comes to the forefront that you may want to share what's happened for them? Oh, uh, God, there's, there's so many. And, and uh, you know, we, we make some product for a, a multi-level now and, and people just come up to me left and right when I speak for them and tell me all of their miraculous stories of systemic pain being quenched, uh, neurological problems being quenched, seizure disorders being quenched, uh, you know, but maybe one of my most profound ones was, was watching uh, one of the autism spectrum disorder patients uh, between the CBD calming the hyperactivity in the brain and then some of the other products we have we have one called the one which sort of relights all the synapses and regrows neurons in the brain between those two uh, this kid in about six months made about five years of progress uh, he was 11 years old and acting on about on a five-year-old level and uh, they had to switch all the classes he was in. He started hanging out with neurotypic kids. I mean, it just changed his life. It was just, you know, tears after tears after tears of joy watching watching this this change. And and so it's just so it's just so profound how it can bring things back into order. Well, I definitely got chills, and I love hearing experiences of families out there who are struggling and then finding hope in this beautiful plant that was given to us by God and banned by man for some ridiculous reasons. Um, I wanted to ask now, what do you and Quicksilver Scientific hope to accomplish in 2018? (laughs) 
everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're we're we've been growing tremendously and you get to a point where you can afford it. You know, you start as an entrepreneur and you're just driving the ship and you're just forcing your vision into the people around you and you don't have enough you don't have a lot of money to to uh, to hire really high up the food chain and now we have a lot of really spectacular players here uh, who who've grown businesses up to to really high degrees. And, uh, and we really want to bring all of our products out to the world. And so we're really growing our direct-to-consumer and our educational side. And at the same time, we're expanding the line. Uh, we'll probably have, you know, at a minimum of 10 to 15 different products, up to 20 different products. We're going to expand the, the uh, hemp line uh, and do hemp blending with different uh, neurotransmitters, different nutraceuticals. Uh, recently, because we had to get a THC-free uh, version of the hemp, uh, we went to getting very high uh, amounts of beta-caryophyllin into our product to act as a CB2 receptor agonist. And that's what the residual THC in the hemp products did. That That's how, hemp, that's how THC worked with CBD. CBD uh, sort of potentiates the CB2 receptor. It's the most important receptor. While turning up all the genes, you know, it turns up all the glutathione genes. It turns down uh, pro-inflammatory genes. So it sets the whole stage. But then you need something to press the button of the CB2. And that's what THC was good at. But it's, you know, it's got some, you know, people get drug tested and it's a, real problem uh, and moving it uh, across state lines can be a problem but the beta caryophyllin can take the place of that there uh, it's as strong as anandamide and 2AG in that role and so growing out the different terpene systems that we have with it and blending it with the nutraceuticals is is a real big thing for us as well as on the immune side bringing out a bunch of uh, immune stimulants and antimicrobials that we have in the R&D system right now Wow, it sounds like you and your team over at Quicksilver have a lot of really exciting products and happenings coming this year. I'm excited to see your educational layouts and look at your products. How can our listeners, first of all, stay up to date with this happening? And secondly, work with someone yourself or a team member. I'm sure you're very busy, so you're probably not taking on <laughs> clients personally at this time. Um, and getting the Quicksilver products, how can people, how can people do all of these things? Yes. Uh, so we have our 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 main uh, sort of practitioner centered site called quicksilverscientific.com, and you can look at the uh, you can look at the information there. Uh, and then the direct to consumer site is called quicksilverlife.com. They're all going to be rolled into one site in the middle of April, and. Uh, but right now, if you go and you sign up on one of the sites, uh, go to the Quicksilver Life site uh, and sign up with an account. You'll get our newsletters. You'll get access to all of our webinars, and that'll have all of our educational material. Also on YouTube, we have a YouTube page, the Quicksilver Scientific YouTube page that has everyone, like 30 different webinars. They're all an hour and a half long. 
These were a doctor-centered webinar, so they're very technical. But I do – like I, I cycle in and out of being technical and then making it more metaphorical and then going more technical. And so if you watch enough, you'll get a lot from it. You'll really learn on a high level. While next year we'll be doing a lot more interviews and, uh, and, and blogs and a little bit more customer-centered education, uh, it's always good to go into the webinars and look at it from a high level. So those are our two resources. You can buy all the products at Quicksilver Life uh, and just start and get involved. And the more you learn, the more you'll go into it. You'll get deeper and deeper, and this will just become a part of your life, and you will find it's very, very rewarding. Well, I will definitely be checking out Quicksilver Life, and I hope that all of our listeners do as well. We must wrap it up for today. To work with me, please visit a6wellness.com or email a6wellness at gmail.com. We love connecting with our listeners from across the world. Now, you can also download this episode and all of our episodes by going to cannabisradio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes. Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and now Spotify. You can also follow the show on social media by searching Audrey Kerger. We cannot forget to give a tremendous thank you to our guest today, Dr. Christopher Shade of Quicksilver Scientific. It was wonderful chatting with you and learning so much. Lastly, thank you to my producer, George, for another great show. Until then, awaken, adjust, aspire, affirm, and take action. A6 Wellness. opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.